Good morning, 810 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. And uh, joining us now, we have Sheriff Bob Johnson, Santa Rosa County Sheriff Bob Johnson. Sheriff, welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning. Um, I wanted to talk with you uh, about the Uvalde report because this is such an important learning opportunity for us on all the things that they did wrong. Uh, before we get to that, uh, I know you had been, you had at one point your agency had been looking for a, a kayaker who had been last seen at the Arctic Lover boat ramp over the weekend. I guess it got, the search got called off a couple of times for bad weather, but do you know anything about the status yeah. of that? Yeah, I know it's ongoing. Um, they still haven't found them, so um, they'll continue until they do. Okay, okay. And that I, I figure you guys probably hand that off, right? That's at some point you hand it off to Fish and Wildlife and the Coast Guard and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they they assume it after a while, um, and you know, with the currents and things like that, there's there's absolutely no telling, you know. Right. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's sad to think about, of course. Uh, and, and and I think other than that, things have been relatively calm uh, as far as sort of big news related events, which is always in my mind a good thing, right? Oh yeah, that's a great thing. That's right. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it when there's no news out of the sheriff's department. That's the best. Um, cause that means yeah. that nobody's getting hurt and, you know, not in any significant way. That's the good news. Um, this Uvalde report, I don't know whether you've had a chance to read the executive summary or the whole thing. I have not read the whole thing. I've read some of the reporting on it and my goodness, um, all the things we knew they did wrong. And now all the things we now know they did wrong. What just yeah. your kind of takeaways to begin with, since obviously your agency is one of the primary responders to anything that, like this, that might happen in Santa Rosa County. What did you think? Yeah, I thought it was pretty embarrassing for law enforcement as a whole. I mean, um, you know, they said, well, they thought he barricaded himself. Well, active shooter means he's actively shooting people. So whether he barricades himself or not, if you still hear gunshots, he's an active shooter. And, um, you know, they just they didn't respond anywhere close the way they should have. And they took fire going down the hall and then retreated. But um, everybody knows that if, if you're in a school and you have an active shooter and he's killing children, Hey, sometimes you just got to take the hit, and you got to you got to press forward, and you have to take them out. I mean, that's just the way it works. And and they didn't have that mindset. They uh, they retreated and basically hid while a bunch of kids got killed, which is pretty pathetic. It's um, watching that. I mean, we knew what had happened, but then seeing that in school video of all of these armed, yeah. armored. Yeah grown men trained their whole yep. lives to do this one thing cowering there without being willing to go i mean that's what it looked like to me as a civilian and i hate to say that about cops oh, yeah. because i want to oh, love no. cops and support them but that's what it looked like to me right that is exactly what it was i can tell you you know i'm near 42 of being a cop and you know i've been shot at a few times and i'm telling you it's not pleasant but, you know, when you sign on and you put the badge and the gun on, you accept the responsibilities and the chances of, you know, you may die in the line of duty. And if it comes down to protecting kids and you die, and sometimes, like I said, you just take the hit. But uh, these guys just uh, yeah, cowered back there and just could hear gunshots. And every time you hear a gunshot on that video, that's a child dying. Mm. And they made no uh, effort to press forward whatsoever, and it was pretty pathetic. One of um, one of the things that I try, you know, I always try to see if I can make sense of something in a different way. And the the only thing I could piece yeah. together, and you tell me if you think this is even plausible, is yeah, you you get in there, and it's not just you and your three buddies that you know really well. It's a it's a variety of agencies, 
and yeah. you get in there and nobody's taking control and mm-hmm. nobody's giving clear guidance. They they clearly did not have good command and control of the situation. And there's my, my tendency is to say maybe what they were saying was kind of in their minds. Well, all of these other guys must know what they're doing, and there must be a good reason for us not to rush in there. I don't want to be the only guy who thinks we should go and be stupid about it. Is I mean, it's it's pretty much of a stretch to come to that conclusion, but is there any of that kind of just cops are still people and they still behave like people, which, you know, one person can be smart, but people are dumb, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, you can consider that. But this is the thing. In, in today's uh, realm of law enforcement, we train for active shooters because it occurs so much. And the first basic rule of, of a school shooter or an active shooter is you don't wait for backup. The first person there goes, makes contact, and, and shoots the guy. That's the way it's supposed to work. So if you've got two guys there and they're still not pressing forward, then you got four guys they are still not pressing forward. You know, it's a point where they just basically, you know, didn't want to go down there because they were afraid they'd get hurt. Even though kids are being killed, that's what it boils down to. Because all my SROs will tell you, if there's an active shooter at one of their schools, they're not waiting for other cops to get there. You can't. I mean, guy could take five minutes, and how many kids can you kill in five minutes? Right. A lot. So um, they all know they press forward, and unfortunately, I mean, sometimes cops have to get killed, and it's it's not a good thing. But um, you've got to try to take this guy out and at least wound him to where he can't shoot anymore or something. Um, but those guys in Uvalde just didn't have that mindset. It was, hey, I don't want to get hurt, so I'm going to stay back and you know, let kids get killed, which was, like I said before, just pathetic. I, I don't know for a lot of these cops how they how they live with it. I don't I don't because you have to know now that you standing down the hallway safe cost kids lives. Yeah. And I know yeah, a lot I, of people have left the force. A lot of people who are involved in this have resigned. And I OK, you know, understand that. But I just I don't I mean, that would be that would plague me. And I'm not even a cop, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and it should. I mean, these guys obviously don't need to be in law enforcement if they put their, their lives, uh, you know, and their security above that of children. Um, you know, protecting children, they obviously, they don't need to be in law enforcement. And if you don't have that mindset, you know, and unfortunately, you get a lot of people that go into law enforcement because they see cops on TV and they think it's, hey, it'll be exciting and it'll be fun. But it's a lot of responsibility. I mean, as a law enforcement officer, you have the legal authority to take someone's freedom and the legal authority authority to take someone's life. And that's a huge responsibility. It's huge. And um, people don't think about it. What they do is they think, well, this is a cool job to have, you know, and you get to drive fast to calls and, you know, you know, it's part of it. But when it comes down to the basic tenant of law enforcement, you've got to be willing to put yourself in front of a bullet to protect somebody you don't even know. And if you don't have that mindset, don't get into the career field. You know, one of the uh, one of the lesser, I think, focused on elements of this uh, story is n- not what happened inside the school or even what happened with the command and control failures and the breakdown of authority, but uh, it just unwillingness for anybody to really take charge and do what needed to be done and give the right orders, which should have been obvious. Yeah. But again, it all all broke down. My question to you is: um, the other side of this was the communication side, where they were. 
just, I mean, they told parents, uh, I, I guess they told parents of kids who had died that their kids were alive, and they told parents, I mean, they just, like, the communication yeah. side was also a complete failure. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole situation, and I don't know much about Texas law enforcement, okay? I, you know, I know how it goes in Florida, <laughs> excuse me, but um, I, I'll tell you right now, number one, you don't tell anybody the status, <laughs> excuse me, of their children, you don't tell them the status of their children unless you know it 100% for sure. So why they're putting out information, oh, no, your child's fine, and, you know, when you don't know it, why, I, it just blows my mind that they're even talking about it. I mean, you don't even talk about it until this whole scene's secure and everybody's been identified, and then that's when you start notifications. But, um, yeah, they dropped the ball on so many different levels. I can't – I mean, it's just – it's horrific, and – you know, a lot of people, like you said, lost their job, jobs, and a lot of people needed to lose their jobs after that debacle. So the, the last thing a horrible was, situation for everybody. Just the last thing I was going to ask you about this is yeah. I know that you guys train all the time and you pay attention to events yeah. and you learn from them and you learn what not to do and you learn what to do. Um, aside from the everything of it that was wrong, is there anything particularly that your agency learned from this that you're going to implement in your active shooter slash school shooter responses? Yeah, no. Um, and I'll tell you why our, our response is, is pretty basic and it's just, it's, it's not rocket science. If our SRO hears gunshots inside his school or her school, they're going to go to the sound of the gunshots and, of course, as they're going, they're going to be calling active shooter over the radio, so backup is coming. But they're going to go, and they're going to go to wherever the shots are being fired from, and they're going to take the threat out, or they're going to die trying. And that's just the basic premise of active shooter response. I mean, like I said, it's not rocket science. You don't wait. You don't, you know, you don't wait for backup. You don't ask people, you know, questions as they're running down the hall trying to get away. You just go to where the shots are being fired you shoot the guy i mean and these guys and uvalde just 100 percent did not do that which as i said before is just horrific well i appreciate that and uh, i know it's a you know it's a very ugly mark on law enforcement because of course you know yeah. sadly all all doctors get judged by what a few doctors and all talk show hosts get judged by yeah. what a few talk shows and all cops get judged by what a few cops and that's the very sad thing in addition to the loss yeah. of life is the loss of respect but uh, Sheriff Bob Johnson, I very much appreciate the comments, the candor, and uh, certainly we appreciate what you do to keep us safe. We'll talk to you again next week, sir. Yes, sir. Take care, Andrew.